pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. Here on this Friday afternoon, I'm Tim Lance. Our top story, though, this hour, the latest COVID-19 surge in Oregon is dropping much faster than expected. KXL's Grant MacHill has the latest. The goal was to reach a threshold of 400 COVID hospitalizations by the end of March. However, OHSU's Dr. Peter Graven says his latest forecast shows the state should reach that number almost two weeks early. It's great because it's taking off pressure from the hospitals that are overwhelmed by the number of COVID patients. He says, unfortunately, he expects the drop to begin to slow down. We actually have a very good example of what's happened in Denmark, where they actually were at a peak, they loosened the restrictions, they saw their cases, hospitalizations, and deaths increase. You know, if we loosen too early, we know that that's certainly possible here. Grant MacHill, FM News 101. And while we get that news, there was also this. No school in Malala today because of what the district calls unruly anti-mask protests. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds talked with an expert about that kind of behavior. My question to Dr. Tony Ferenkoff is why now, when we're so close to not having to deal with the mask anymore? He explains we're just plain sick of COVID. So for two years, and it goes on and it goes on, and then there's another variant. And so when is it going to end? You know, and we can't stand it anymore. Dr. Ferenkoff says, unfortunately, parents acting out like that doesn't set a good example for their children. People want to go back to their old habits, he says. They don't want to have to deal with a new normal. They want what they had before the word COVID-19 was ever said out loud. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. And it's 404 on FM News 101 KXL. A boy was shot in the arm near Heritage High School in Vancouver today. The Clark County Sheriff's Office says when deputies got there around noontime, they found 20 to 30 students gathered around. The victim was taken to the hospital and is expected to be okay. The Sheriff's Office says its investigation indicates the shooting was the result of an ongoing dispute between rival gangs. A grand jury rules that three officers in Salem were justified in the fatal shooting of a man. Dashcam video provided to the Statesman Journal shows officers firing more than a dozen shots at 40-year-old Richard Myers while he was in his vehicle. Officers testified that he raised what looked like a firearm following an attempted traffic stop and a chase that resulted from that last week. There is a new report in the developing story of former Timbers midfielder Andy Polo. KXL's Nick Miller has the details. Last week, Andy Polo's contract with the Timbers was terminated after his ex-wife, Genesis Alarcon, accused him of domestic violence. The Oregonian reports he was cited by Washington County Sheriff's deputies in May for misdemeanor harassment. But a new report from The Athletic says the Timbers didn't report on the incident to the MLS until after Alarcon's allegations became public this month. 
That report goes on to say it's not clear if the team was required to report it, but a statement from the MLS says it has launched an outside investigation on how the Timbers handled the situation. Nick Miller, FM News 101. Thanks, Nick. Days after a hiring firm told the Eugene School Board that it needed to work better together before it could fill its open superintendent position, the board has agreed to go on a retreat to work on team chemistry. The district has been without a leader since July of 2020. However, the hiring firm says it hasn't attracted quality candidates because of the board's drama. The board hopes to make a hire by April the 7th. No less than $20 an hour. KXL's Veronica Carter tells us that's what Washington State caregivers say is the minimum they should be making. A new campaign called Time for $20 is urging lawmakers to make a temporary pay increase put into place because of COVID permanent. Julie Sparkman is a home care aide who looks after kids who mostly have underlying health conditions. Last year, she was diagnosed with cancer. There was no time to put off what needed done. And if it hadn't been for hazard pay, I don't know how I would have kept living indoors. In-home caregivers have been making an extra $3 an hour in hazard pay, but that expires at the end of next month. It translates into safer clients which is why our jobs exist in the first place. And if we can't take care of ourselves, then how are we taking care of anyone else? Veronica Carter, FM News 101. And again, I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News 410 on this Friday afternoon, FM News 101 KXL. And coming up, you don't have to leave the Disney magic behind once your California or maybe Florida vacation is over. Pretty soon, you're going to be able to have the Disney life every day. Not far from the area where our founder, Walt Disney, once lived. That is at 416. Then, is an invasion of Ukraine by Russia inevitable? That's part of the five things you need to know today at 419. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. TGIF, my friends. I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News, FM News 101 KXL. If you're one of those people who just can't get enough Disney in your life, we got something for you this afternoon. It's called Disney Living. Disney's planning on building a residential community where residents can enjoy, they say, the company's special brand of magic. Their first community is being built in Rancho Mirage, California. Not far from the area where our founder, Walt Disney, once lived. The first community will be called Cotino. And in addition to residential homes, this development is also expected to host a hotel and a range of shopping, dining, entertainment, and leisure activities. We can't wait to welcome you to Cotino, our first story living by Disney community. Okay, so if you're ex- Expecting theme park rides and attractions, though, you're going to be disappointed because, uh, sorry, Zach, no Space Mountain, no what? Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> two favorite rides. <laughs> it's just houses and a bunch of amenities. Like, but they you look kind of cool, like out of a Pixar film, right? Like, yeah. Because they, they do have some great animation. Oh, all the drawings and everything yeah. that they have of this. It looks fantastic. But, I mean, you get, you know, like a lake and you get a, you know, a, a, a clubhouse and things like that. But... Honestly, it doesn't look like you get a whole lot more than you would in any other kind of, of resort Except living. maybe or... more expensive dining, just yeah. like the Disney parks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be, too. They've got the shops, and they do have the dining and all of that. But, uh, again, this is out in the middle of Fort Stinkin' Desert. Yeah, so I'm, where's the water coming from? Yeah, I don't you know. Is it a lake? How is that going to work? They're going to put one in, okay. and, and they're going to keep it crystal blue according to Disney standards. Also, remember those summers can get to like 120 degrees if anyone's considering it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm familiar with the Coachella Valley. (laughs) So anyway, maybe this helps the housing shortage. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. uh, Maybe. 
It is time now for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Maiton Real Estate. It's luxury service and exceptional results. Maiton Real Estate. Number five. The Oscars will have vaccination requirements, but not for all attendees this year. Nominees and guests will be required to show proof of vaccination, while performers and their guests will not. Number four. The next Starlink mission from SpaceX is scheduled to launch from Florida this weekend. The mission's goal is to create a network that will help provide internet service to those who are not yet connected and to provide reliable and affordable internet all across the globe. Number three. A new funding bill will prevent a government shutdown for at least a few weeks. President Biden signed that bill today. It keeps the money flowing through March the 11th. The original deadline to fund the government was today. Number two. Ex-Minnesota police officer Kim Potter is going to go to prison for 16 months for the killing of an unarmed black man during a traffic stop. Following today's sentencing in the Dante Wright case, the judge called what happened very tragic because a life was lost and a good police officer made a bad mistake. And lastly, number one. President Biden says the situation around Ukraine is escalating rapidly. Speaking at the White House today, Biden again saying he believes Russia will invade Ukraine in the coming days. We're doing everything in our power to remove any reason that Russia may give to justify invading Ukraine and prevent them from moving. Biden talked on the phone, too, with European allies and Canada's prime minister before making that speech today. And those are the five things that you need to know today.